0: everyone and welcome to the Neil Haley show here on the total celebrity segment and I'm excited about my guests and you know what I'm excited and they get it. they're gonna be featured in podcast magazine as well I also write for them and they're I'm in the sports category director but they now say hey you do so many celebrity interviews we'll add that so in a couple months we'll be talking about that for the magazine as well but I'm excited to welcome oh, cool. to the program Holly Marie comes Leslie Farah, and Nia Peoples of Pretty Little Liars. Hey, guys, how are Hi. you? We're doing great. Oh, my good. Gosh, like yeah. going around the round table tourn- tourney with having all three of you together, but I- I'm able to handle that. I've interviewed like five people at once, and it's an interesting uh, a back a in room, and forth. That's a lot. You guys can get <laughs> going of people in different ways. So I'm going to go first with kind of understanding how you guys got introduced to Pretty Little Liars and telling people specifically, you know a little bit about that experience auditioning and understanding so holly that first question comes to you once you got that opportunity to audition for Pretty oh Young.
1: gosh you know it was kind of an awkward situation for me to put it mildly because i was actually replacing someone they had already shot the pilot with and uh what they said was my managers and my agent was they were super sweet they said you know this is our favorite pilot of the year and they need someone now. I, that's kind of happened to me more than once in my career where I'm just like, they need someone now. And I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> um, you know, my, my son, my last son was, you know, 11 months old at the time. I wasn't really ready to go back to work. Um, but they said, this is our favorite, and it's so different, and it's so groundbreaking, and we really want you to go in. And basically, you have the job if you, <laughs> you have the job. This is the first time this has happened to yeah. me too. You have the job pending a chemistry read with Chad Lowe. So oh, why? <laughs> yeah. So here I am breastfeeding, like, you know, an eleven month old, and I'm going, <laughs> chemistry read. <laughs> like I'm I'm leaking, I'm sweating to put it oh. mildly. And I'm just like, really? But then, you know, I read it and it was very groundbreaking, was very different to the point where I had to call my managers back and go, Are we allowed to do this kind of stuff now? Because I got yeah. in a lot of trouble before doing stuff like this. I got, you know, backlash and they were like, "No, no, it's going to be great. It's got to be great. It's going to be on ABC Family." And I went, "What?" <laughs> it was so confusing. The whole thing was so confusing. I was like, "Are you sure? Can you check that in your notes, please? Because it can't be on ABC Family because they were, you know, known for more sort of straight-laced um teenage shows at that time and i was like okay if you guys say so and i went in and was just a haphazard mess my phone was ringing in my bag because it was the first time like the nanny had been alone with the baby and i was still sweating and literally like i just looked at chad and i went okay let's do this (laughs) and he was like hi Hi, you came in like a <laughs> wife. That's true. Yeah, he was like, Hi, it's so nice to meet you. And I was like, No, let's go. We got to go. We got to do this.
0: No, <laughs> so, that was my
1: experience. And I guess the chemistry was
0: real because it happened. And, and then for- it happened. You got the job. So, and then there you yeah. go. And so many years later, we'll talk a little bit about that <laughs> in a second or two. So let's go to Nia. Same question to you. <laughs>
2: Well, for me, I was in this interesting place where I actually had said, and I remember standing there in Paradise Cove the day that I just went, I never want to do a series again.
1: <laughs> like, like, you mean, how that works. I know. Yeah, it is. And, and it uh, comes to you right then. Right well,
3: there, and right.
2: then when this one came up, it was like, yeah, but it's really about the kids. So maybe I can have a series and not have to work a series the way I always have. So, and then I read it and it was really good. It was really racy. I was shocked. And I was shocked like you too, Holly. This is ABC family. You got to be kidding me. But I actually read for Holly's role and they, they Everybody, did. I, think yeah, everybody yeah, I th- did. I think it was the only yeah. well-developed character for the pilot. It was the
1: testing the of the waters for sure. Yeah.
2: And, uh, and so they just kind of held me, held me, held me. And they went, oh my God, no, here, take this one. You look just like Shay. And I went, did I get this job because I look like Shay? <laughs> <laughs>
3: okay it's kind of eerie how much you guys look like that's
2: yeah except that she's like three feet taller than i am yeah (laughs) well we both have those sort of mixed filipino moms and straight up white dads
0: yeah okay all right same question to you les
3: uh well same thing i I first auditioned for ella and um and then I mean, I knew, I knew Oliver Goldstick from the theater world, so he, he just was sort of determined to get me on the show, thankfully. And so they brought me back for Veronica, and I read, and, and I landed that. And um, I started, I think, um, wasn't it episode, what episode was that? It was two or three. Yeah, I think it was three. Yeah, yeah. I think it was
2: three. Yeah, I yeah. think Laura and I were the only two that actually did the pilot.
1: Well, and Ella number one. And Ella number they, one. They were in it, and then they weren't in it. And then I don't even remember long, her. It's a long story. That's because she didn't yeah. exist. Yeah, and and there was a there
3: was a Veronica. There was a Canadian Veronica in the pilot. It was a Canadian um, Veronica. Yeah, um, who was more like a yeah. I think it's like a stand. You know, more like a extra at that point. Um, she was holding a, a space. A background yeah. artist at that point. was your... um, cheaper. Yeah, um, <laughs> but cheaper then chicken. they 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 got me. <laughs> And it was, uh, it was just, it all clicked when we first did the scene as the Hastings family just sort of all
0: clicked. Well, I look at all three of you as you're very, very experienced, very great actors. And for this, to have a role that's kind of a background role as a mom, how did you see that, Holly, in a lot of ways, especially when it's a lot of child actors, not child, but meaning younger, younger stars, and you're playing that role as moms. Holly, how did you kind of look at that?
1: Um, you know, that was the other thing my managers mentioned to me was that, you know, you probably don't want to play this role because it's a mom and, you know, you're actually only like 16 years older than the actual character. And I said, actually, you know what, my mom was 16 when she had me, so it doesn't apply to me. So we can throw that out the window. And I said, but the thing is, I'd like to play a mom at my choice. In my time, instead of having it be the only choice, like I'd rather choose it instead of having it choose me. And I'd rather people say, Wow, you look way too young to be her mom, as opposed to the opposite. So <laughs> I was ready for it. I went <laughs> both feet in.
0: And see that I think of those things in a lot of ways when you have your experience, your years of different shows and things like that, especially uni and all the different. Aspects of your career to mm. be placed in that position in the mentoring also of the younger actors. How did you kind of look at that as another thing? Because you're being moms, but also being moms on the set in a way of helping and, and mentoring and teaching them.
2: Yeah, it was real. I mean, for me, I'd played moms. I mean, I'm actually old enough to be Holly's mom if I was 16.
0: <laughs> 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 Think about <Good>.
2: that one. <laughs> so I, I had already played. You're moms. nominated. <laughs> um, yeah, I had already played moms, and so that was fine for me, but w- what I did find really interesting was um, you know the girls they came in, and some of them didn 't have any experience at all, but they were all so professional and to watch them, it was really interesting because I never really thought about it. you know you you enter the business really young and you just go, you go, you go, you get this series, that series, you do this record, you do that record, blah 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 and you don 't turn around and look back often, so to be on the set and watch. The gals experienced this really kind of gave me more respect for what I had experienced growing up. And Holly, you, you may have had the same mm-hmm. the same experience because we started so young, but it was kind of awesome to watch them lean into it with such dedication. And, uh, and to just hold space. They were so professional. Even, I mean, like Shay had never, she said, I was waiting tables six months before I got this job. <laughs> it was yeah. her first job. And just to let them know, just to, it was really, there wasn't a whole lot for me to teach. But there was, I found that the, the, the job for me at this stage in my life was to, in certain scenes, just hold a particular kind of energy as we were working it out. Because you can step into it when you're new and just be nervous as crap. Like, yeah. well, how do I do this? Well, I don't, what, what, what does this mean? And I'm, am I, you know, it's a lot of pressure. So for me, there was this kind of closing of a circle. And it was really, really delightful to help move me into the next phase of my life. I was privileged, absolutely privileged.
0: And by the way, I, I, I you again look the same as I remember back in the day from Prince and Raspberry Beret and stuff like that. So, you know, just you're you you ne- haven't aged much for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know what? I have to tell you something really funny. They have that in Wikipedia, which I was never in.
0: I have to edit that <laughs> out. I have, have that. <laughs> boring, really boring no. for but was she was does say, refuse. I know that
1: video. She, yeah, she does refuse to age. I'll give you
2: that. No,
0: I'll talk about other shows. Then I'm sorry, Nia, about that. I'll. Have yeah, to have no. that no. Hey, listen. I
2: leave it up there intentionally because I think people Why need not? to know. Right. That not everything
0: is. It's true. not. It so a former teacher yeah. gets. You know. My wrist slapped by. Slap Nia. on the wrist. No. <laughs> no. You're getting
2: information <laughs> like everybody
0: else. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, other shows, I remember you. And I mean, and you look the same. So that's, I don't know. She does, doesn't she? I know, she's she's It's a not Marvel a facade, man. she yeah. does. No, she's gorgeous. Yes. A lot of sanding. No. <laughs> <laughs> don't stress out when people don't prepare right. I was like, so, let's go, okay. So let's go to that same uh, question, Leslie, about what your thoughts were. And especially with the cast and putting yourself with your experience. And again, another very good career going into the show.
3: Yeah. Well, I was already, I mean, I, I think I was like, I don't know, 36, 37 at the time. And um, when I started and, you know, I was used to playing older roles. I never, I was never the ingenue. I was always, you know, I always had a gravitas about, about me. So I always, I was used to playing older since my 20s. Um, my voice, everything, my height um, just sort of led me to those kind of kinds of roles. So I was used to that. Although the first time that I arrived on set, I remember Tori DeVito, who played my daughter, Melissa, she just looked at me, and she said, you're our mother? <laughs> How old are you? And uh, and uh, yeah, so I, I mean, I definitely, uh, you know, in terms of having a relationship or that a mentoring relationship, I mean, most of my work was with... Uh, was with Troyan Belisaria, who played my daughter, Spencer, and she didn't really need any mentoring. She was really, she came out of the gate so uh, prepared and so poised and uh, just, she's so intelligent. It was really, um, we had more of a friendship. I mean, just as, I didn't feel like a a mentor so much as a friend. and uh and tori the same way um because there wasn't much of an that much of an age difference truly um but yeah troyan was just a a pro from the start i mean working with some of the other young people though i mean it, it helped that i'd been in the business for so long and just like nia spoke of holding that space With them uh, when you saw nerves and just making them feel like it's okay you're gonna you're great and you're gonna get this and it's gonna be okay we're gonna get this shot and you're gonna be fabulous and just giving them that confidence in in the moment that was um, that was great to be able to do that to be just present with them
0: absolutely so we're learning that you guys played moms not just on the set but also being moms in the show but now i wanted to jump to favorite moments and then we'll get right to the podcast because i think it's such a great idea uh to connect the different connectivity of the moms being the podcasters and then interviewing the rest Mm -hmm. of the team that's a great idea and great promotion and i love the name of the show we'll get to that but i want to go like kind of favorite moments uh working on pretty little liars go ahead holly first
1: Um, you know, my favorite moments were just actually, um, you know, I got to go to work and basically most of my scenes were with Lucy Hale and we got to hang out and we got to sort of gossip and chill. And, you know, mostly when they would say action, it was because we were already chatting. So it was a really easy job for me to do, sad to say, but it was, I got to just stop by every once in a while, hang out and then go home home to my actual children. Sometimes they didn't, (laughs) but the thing is, it's like, it was nice to be part, for me at least, it was nice to be part of something that was its own machine of of doing well and well-being. And it was nice to be part of a show I didn't have to make good, you know, because, you know, I had come off Charmed where um, it was blood, sweat and tears every day for me for, you know, for eight years. So it was kind of nice to just take a back seat in a way. And, you know, the parents got together every once in a while. And it was like a high school reunion because the parents only had scenes together, you know, a few times. I'm, I was going to say a few times a year, but that's not no, even
3: true. I don't even no. know. It's maybe no, like no. once a year. Yeah. yeah. Not even that. Two, I think we can count one hand how many time, probably yeah. Yeah. times, probably many times.
1: But, you know, yeah, it was nice to be so part of something that was still, you know, not only socially important, but doing well and, and doing new stuff. And I didn't have to do most of it. You know, literally, it was groundbreaking on Twitter. It broke the internet a couple of times. And I was like, I'm glad I'm not one of those four right now <laughs> because it was a lot of pressure for them, you know, yeah. and it was a big chunk of their life, a big chunk of their 20s, you know, and I had already done that.
0: Been there and done that, especially with the popularity of you talked about Charmed and all that and to go to this and then see other people deal with what you dealt with Mm -hmm. in certain ways, which was not as much the social media. At the, end, at, the, at the end, maybe, with Charm, but before.
1: Yeah, this- no, we had message boards. That yeah. was that was interesting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was yes, interesting. Mail, mail. Who knows yeah. what's going to happen next? Yeah, what's going to happen next with fans? What is it going to be next? Connectivity versus... Right. We have no idea what's next, right? Well, we
1: talk- we're already doing virtual cons and you know yeah. virtual one-on-ones and yeah. meet and greets. So it's actually, with COVID, it's become you know, a different world for for people out there where people who couldn't even get to Comic-Cons before, you know, now get to meet you. So there's that very tiny silver lining right there in all of this.
0: Exactly. And getting that chance to talk for each of them to talk to you and all that. Yeah. Very different atmosphere, but people are figuring it out for sure. Now, Nia, Mm -hmm. same question for you. Favorite moments on the show.
2: Favorite moments?
0: Yeah. Well, first I have
2: to say that it was so lovely just showing up to a set that was so... They were relaxed and professional and fun and kind. Like, it was the set itself, the people who make up the set. And it's not just the cast, it's the crew. They were awesome people. Mm -hmm. So that was always lovely. You can always visit with them. You can laugh with them. Favorite moments for me were always when I made people, like, blow snot bubbles. Because (laughs) I (laughs) I was saying something that anyone with a headset on, like if we're rehearsing or something, I would always take the dialogue and make it really nasty, like dirty, just just to blow them up. I, I mean, totally not.
1: I missed that part. No. Oh,
0: oh yeah, wow. Yeah. No, you I didn't. didn't mean, yeah. no. You had a couple yeah. yeah. of scenes yeah.
4: together. Yeah.
0: There you go. I like this. This is
4: Because
2: everybody too gets well so behaved.
0: serious.
4: Period. You know,
2: people yeah, get, so okay, get, line this up and it's all like, oh my God, we're curing cancer. And mm-hmm. you're always on this tight schedule. And so when we would block it and I would rehearse, I would just, mm-hmm. you know, like at one point I was serving up um, uh, shrimp at dinner. <laughs> <laughs> And it was with my daughter Shay, who had just come out, and she had brought her girlfriend over, like her official romantic girlfriend. And my character was not okay with that, but she tried to do her best. And so she went to go serve shrimp <laughs> to her her girlfriend, and she goes, "Oh no, I'm sorry, I don't I don't eat fish. I, I'm allergic." And I said, "Really?" She tried to kill her. She said, "You eat anything." <laughs>
1: You know, and you just say it really
2: like I mean, you just change the inflection and the the crew, my God, the sound people were just like laughing so hard. And then you snap right back in and you're in it when you're filming. But those were my favorite moments. I you know, I scared Shay a handful of times. There were a couple times, one time she had to come in and I'm laying in bed and she's kind of sneaking in and then she kind of puts her hand on me like this and I just turned and went and went, What? And she just went ah! And the whole crew just bust up laughing. Those are my favorite moments because it's such a fast, hard, long day that bringing any levity in between actually makes the scene way more fresh.
0: I wonder. You should have done
1: that. You should have done that to Lucy because Lucy is like she has this strange thing about her. She's like a fainting goat. Like there's some Internet clips of it. Like if you scare her, she just flat out falls like flat on her face. Oh, like, it, like, there's some videos that went viral.
0: It's very funny. Oh, I know. Funny.
1: She's a fainting goat. <laughs> now, I, tell
0: ya, I tell you, I'm sure you guys missed that camaraderie of being on the set of any show. Oh, yeah. It, um, it, it was always fun. It's so fun. Be, I can't wait. Till I mean, us, but, to particularly
3: normal. with this one, it was yeah. just a really kind, wonderful, fun set. That's and that doesn't good. happen every day, you know.
0: What were your, what were your favorite moments though, last week?
3: Oh, wow. I mean... I, I just loved, I loved gabbing with the crew. I, I loved going to Video Village and, and just hanging out with um, the director and the producer and, and the writer and just talk about seeing shots and learning um, about just learning so much about you know different shot angles and, and lighting and stuff. Um, that just always fascinates me. And then all of my scenes were with, most of my scenes were with Tryon. So, and we got to do really meaty, wonderful scenes. And um, so that was a thrill because I had this acting partner that was just present and very in it. So in it, so in it. And so that was a pleasure. And then of course, when the parents got together, I mean, I would say a highlight of course was sort of what the, you know, The wine moms that term got coined was from this episode that we did where we were locked in a basement together, all the little inebriated, and uh, got proceeded to get locked in a basement. And oops, so and that was that was a hoot to shoot. It was really
0: so to shoot. It was Mm -hmm. a hoot to shoot. She's a
3: poet, So, so. so those
0: were always fun. All right, now because I can't point the question. Now it's gonna be more of a discussion involving the podcast. Who came to this who came to you for this idea and who was the first to say yes to it?
3: Leslie. Oh, Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I came to the gals because I had a I had a podcast with my husband. Called homeward bound surviving the coronavirus and we that we got together during the pandemic at the start of the pandemic just to talk about dealing with our new world and our new life and and um and so we had we started doing interviews on that show and then we had the why moms on that and it was so well received and then a friend of a friend of ours was talking to ned about um rewatch podcasts and talking about office ladies and stuff like that and then i thought is there has there ever been a rewatch for pretty little liars? And there wasn't, I thought that's crazy. Let's do it. <laughs> so I just called, uh, I, I, I think I, I think I first spoke to Nia and, I
2: think so. Yeah. yeah. And, and also the HBO max was just getting ready to release yeah, it. And HBO max was on, just, just, yeah.
3: uh, just about to debut where they they're the only streaming, uh, they their platform for pretty little liars in the US so they were about to debut and we debuted maybe a couple of days after them but um Perfect time. Holly, and everybody was on speaking board
1: Speaking of our sponsor our sponsor HBO Max <laughs> yeah our, our sponsor HBO Max
3: uh-huh. but um
1: <laughs> and it just
3: sort of all kind of flowed together and we you know Ned and I had a vision for the show um and it evolved from speaking to each of the gals and um and it just, it's just grown. I, I feel like with every episode, it's gotten, you know, better and better and better. It just keeps growing and getting better. And then, you know, and and then everyone is so gracious who's been willing to come on the show as our guests from, the, from Pretty Little Liars. Everyone is so, you know, has such wonderful, fond memories. And everyone has been so... Uh,
2: I think they're happy to be on there. I mean, and that's yeah. virtually what I think the, you know... The beautiful thing about it is, I mean, the three of us are actually getting to know each other on this podcast much more deeply than we did on the show, because we hardly ever work together there. Right. And what we find is that as we start talking about, yeah, we're rewatching the episode, but it really goes off into these other conversations about life. And that is really the value. Like the hook is pretty little liars. People come in and they stay and they dig deep because we have this, there's just this beautiful sense of, of. Wine, women, and what the, mm. Um, you know, (laughs) our our ability to take stuff in and with compassionately move through it for ourselves. And that gives other people permission to do that too. And we laugh about it. Senses of humor are a really important part of it. So there's a lot of self love that comes into this, a lot of humor, a lot of bad language. (laughs)
3: Yeah, occasional, we, <laughs> occasional. Yeah, we do have that explicit rating just in case.
0: Um, but. but it really is like <laughs> girls sitting
2: around talking and women that have experience, life experience. And I think they really enjoy that.
0: Yeah. So I, I just find this very interesting, again, to do a podcast. Now, how many of you, first of all, you know, even though you, were, Leslie already was doing a podcast, but when you first thought podcast, podcasting's grown, I'd say, in the last year exponentially. If someone told you two years yeah. ago, Let's do a podcast. How many of you like, no, I want to go, yeah. no. Well, even when I
3: broached the subject, I think initially there was a pause, like, like hmm. But they had, done, they had done the pod, they had done our, our podcast, but it was like, oh, a pod, okay. Like, I just didn't really think about that, but yeah, why not, you know? And they just dived in. I mean, even though, you had you ever done a podcast
1: before, you guys? No,
3: I mean not
2: my own.
1: Uh, I may have done some interviews, but no, not mm-mm, no. They were natural. You know, one naturals. of my girl, yeah, one of my girlfriends was starting one herself, and she was listening to all these podcasts. Like she'd go in her car when we'd be away on trips. She'd go in her car and like start listening to podcasts in the morning. I was like, what the heck are you doing? Like it's so <laughs> weird. You just go sit by yourself and listen to things. It's weird. <laughs> um, but you know yeah. now I, I kind of get it, and it's funny, you know, because in the beginning I was super uncomfortable with it. I had done like you know a reality travel show once before, and that was just really hard just to be myself all the time. It's not, it, you know, I'm not comfortable in that in those shoes. So for me, <laughs> <laughs> for me to do this, I was like, this is gonna be kind of. Um, not like anxiety, but like, I couldn't tell if it was anxiety or excitement or both or nervous or what. But, um, yeah, it's like, you know, putting yourself out there weekly is, you know, something to be said for, you know, having thick skin and always having to be on point and all those things.
2: And I just accept that I'm never on point. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, me too.
1: No, now it's just, we you know it. it's like what we're twenty episodes deep. That's yeah, twenty. That's great. I have to check with Leslie. Are yep. we on twenty? And we are, and we're so like
3: you know. I think it's given us an opportunity. I, I I can only speak for myself, but it's certainly given me an opportunity to be authentically myself in yes. in something that I mean. I try to bring that to all of my work, but you know, sometimes you're playing characters that are completely no. so far away from you. No. So it's just so yeah. nice to have all the colors of ourselves in this
2: yeah yeah and for me it was like you know I I had actually been on a on a walkabout for the last five years I would only do pretty little liars if I was in town when they asked me to do it Mm -hmm. so I just you know my youngest kid went off to college my marriage broke up and I went oh my god you've been doing the same thing for forever what do you want and I couldn't answer the question what do I want and it just made me so sad I thought you've got to you got to know who you are. Like, what have you grown into? And so I started wandering, and I went to Peru and to Bosnia and to all these places and just really met incredible cultures and people and, and met myself. And so when, when Leslie, you know, the way that I say yes to things is very different than it was before. I had no, I have no career. I don't have my eyes set on any kind of career. It's just like what feels true. Exactly. Right now, yeah. and so when she said, "Do you want to do this?" I, all I asked myself, "It's not doesn't it make sense." Da 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 da. You know, because I didn't. I've never stopped traveling during COVID. I'm completely different. So you know, moving around is a thing for me. And so I just felt it, and it went. Sounds like it could be fun. Okay, let's say yes. Mm-hmm. So we all agreed to what the first three or four yeah. or something like. Let's yeah, get through the, the first, first three. Let's get through
3: something. like the first three or three. so, or just let's let's start it and see how we feel. And yeah. But I, I feel so grateful that I mean, when someone calls you up and goes, I have this idea and it's gonna go <laughs> like this. Yeah. And I'm just so grateful that they trust they trusted me yeah. and Ned and, and our vision and and I, I'm just so grateful that they came on board and are a part of this.
1: Yeah, we have a mid season break coming up after we finish this season and I'm, and now I'm sitting here going, Well, what am I gonna do? <laughs> Come what am Tulum. I going to do? Come swim with the whales. Nia's in Tulum. Leslie's going to Yosemite. Oh <laughs> I'm just going to be sitting here yeah. doing homeschool with my kids. I'll be fine. I'll be <laughs> totally
0: <laughs> fine. I, 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 I love that, and that's the oh, the, the good old uh, where where they're located. My kids are back in school, and they're going. And they, thank goodness. Most of them I ended up having to move my office to my mom's because I could not work from home anymore because everyone was here. I, I said, focus. I couldn't focus. It was, yeah. it was so noisy and trying yeah, to do that's radio shows and all those different things. But wanted to bring up podcasting again in a way I never I mean, I always consider myself a radio host, right? And mm-hmm. I created an independent show ten years ago and have grown yeah. it to where I've grown. But then podcasting, nice. now I have to get really hip with podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Just ask Leslie. <laughs> radio. Podcasting is the wave of the future. It's because uh, I think, so. yeah, I think so. Do it anywhere, anyway. Mm-hmm. So that's why Absolutely. I started to write for podcast magazines because I said, you know what? This is going to be the trend. I think yeah. I've like a million podcasts now, and they're expecting mm-hmm. so many more, but it's so less. Oh, yeah. Blogging. Bloggers, there's so many more because to do a podcast is not easy so Mm i'll throw a question no it's preparation time for the podcast yes what's the answer first
1: leslie i get literally emails from leslie at like two o'clock in the morning so apparently i don't don't do so
3: it's four for me
1: yes so (laughs) like apparently she never sleeps she just doesn't sleep anymore
3: I don't really sleep much anymore. I'm trying to I'm trying to figure that one out. But um <laughs> yeah, I mean I would say I mean the prep and and just everything I guess we don't we're not a huge operation. We don't have a production house, you know, doing this. It's really it's it's me um and Ned doing most of the editing. Wow. And then it's um Alex uh Udom, our, our our amazing intern who's doing a lot of the social media part of it and and helping out with editing video portions, and then, and then my friend, my best friend from London, who is um, on the show She's as fabulous. the Superfan Quiz Show host, and also she handles all of Patreon. You know, she handles that and other amongst other things. And so, it's a very small operation, and you know, it's a lot. It's a lot. So probably, I don't. I think I'm working like sixteen-hour days. I guess sixteen That's or insane. yeah. Um, but it's so, it's so satisfying. The finished product is so satisfying and the, the feedback from the fans is so, is so worth it. And, you know, it is, you, you know, it's, it's basically watch, I mean, it's watching and prepping and breaking down the story and then um, it's doing promotion and it's doing um, the editing and, and all, all the things uh, producing a podcast.
2: Because and they also instead of just doing the podcast and editing the podcast, they'll take I mean, we we get on and let's say it's forty five minutes we're watching, the podcast is an hour, whatever. We're on sometimes for three hours just yeah. yakking like women.
1: Like last week. Okay, that was almost sexist <laughs> <laughs>
2: like people, <laughs> like good friends. <laughs> and um yeah, like- But there's these super valuable conversations and they very brilliantly parse them out and call them sidecar conversations about life. And they put them in categories and they just, and it's awesome. So they're, they, 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 you actually get to see the video of that, of those portions. Because we
3: have our YouTube channel. We have the YouTube channel with the full podcast, the video podcast. And then we also have Patreon, which with a lot of amazing extras like the sidecars and, um, and we put all the video content sort of on there as well. And, uh, and so, you know, it's, I, I highly encourage people if they want to do it, it's, it's doable. I mean, I, it's, it's really fun to do. It's a lot of work. I mean, you think of this little podcast and you listen to it and you go, oh, that's probably so easy to put together. You know, and it's, it's, it's deceptive. no idea. It's not. We they have no, no idea. And they have no idea, yeah. I've
0: done, if you count podcasts, over 6,000 shows in my career in 10 years, I yeah. knew exactly the process. <laughs> and then when I first started, yeah. a lot of not sleeping, I have a lot of the people doing some of the work for me now, but the booking, that's the other part. The and schedule, you, yeah, you, like, know, you, know, yeah. you know all that, yeah. And making sure that you have those connected. Other people reach out for me at times, But it's crazy, and then it's crazy dealing with their publicist. Right? Are they sure they're available? You know what
3: we didn't do. (laughs) I mean, luckily, Holly and I we did. We handled the booking (laughs) on this show, and and we we, tag
1: team. We decided we tag
3: (laughs) team, and we decided that we would just do everything personally. So, Mm -hmm. and which has really been that's
2: why they said yes. Yeah, that's
3: why they said yes. We bypassed all of that (laughs) and went directly to the. People and uh, and they've been so gracious and 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 said yes. Um, so, but I think it's that personal touch. I mean, I, I don't know if I would ever give up that personal touch in, in most of this. I mean, it's really, I think that really does help. It, personal touch with the fans, personal I, yeah. everything. I think it just helps grow the podcast.
0: So, yeah, I, I like. Leslie's hard-working attitude about this podcast and hopefully you guys get picked up by someone major and make a lot of money that's what I hope for. that would
1: be nice (laughs) that
0: would would be okay too you know know, that would be okay too but (laughs) you you never know so far so good you want you want a Joe Rogan deal right guys that's what you want
1: apparently apparently he's (laughs) setting the bar he's setting the (laughs) standard
0: right yeah he he just
1: go to he, he went to Spotify
0: Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys are going to have to get an agent to get going on that whole thing, especially yeah. it's interesting to look at ones uh-huh. like you. Star Trek has one. Uh, the Sopranos have one and they go over the episode. Have mm-hmm. one. Those office lady. Sender, yeah, office. Every one of them. But again, is it better to be independent or go with a big house? It's, it's just a, it's a process, but you, you know. It,
3: yeah. I mean, we kind of made the decision that we would build, build it, and they will come and we're, mm-hmm. we're, and we're hoping that that will happen. And I mean, it already has to some degree. I mean, we're so happy to have, you know, HBO as a sponsor, HBO max as a sponsor, um, for some of these episodes. And, you know, it, I do believe that I, 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 I love having, um, you know, we loved building this show and having yeah. our creative stamp on it. And I don't know if necessarily that would have been the same with a production house, so mm, yeah. big production house. So we've been able to shape it and, and, then, and then hopefully someone will come on board.
0: Hey, well, see, that's what we always do. Promote, promote, promote. Oh yeah, Especially absolutely. you get all those fans and I know you're doing a fantastic job, 16 hours, wow. Okay, now the other two ladies, <laughs> how much time do you spend to prepare?
1: Wow, you know, the the funny part is, is that now it's the social media stuff. And, you know, I remember when I did like our first post for HBO Max, you know, it has to be worded perfectly in the right picture and it has to be approved. I was like sweating when I was, uh, why do I sweat so much? Um, But I was literally, I was like, I don't know. That's very healthy. That's very Uh, healthy, Apparently. Yep, it's cathartic. Um, But I was like, I was so nervous that I was going to post wrong. You know, I was so nervous I was going to get it wrong. And so the social media aspect of it, even though, you know, I'm on my social media all the time, the advertising aspect of it was really sort of nerve wracking for me. Because usually we have, you know, publicists or studios doing this for themselves, for the product, for the project. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, you know, it's a whole nother ball game for me to be a spokesperson or an advertiser, yeah. you know it's it's hard to blend it all in together authentically um so yeah i'm staring at a lot of like you know promos i still need to do this week (laughs) so there's that there's that side bar as well
0: and busy hires people for just tweeting out and doing different things and creating the stuff for all the celebrity guests i have every week it's like yeah it's a and it's I'm, a whole other department. I'm to capitalize so much right now during this time, even though I always have been this way. But I had yeah. to hire an agency before to get a lot on tours. Now I'm getting them myself, and I'm like, I want to keep this momentum going.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Go. Well, big, I'm, big I'm so grateful for,
2: that. Yeah. These two are doing that. (laughs) I, you know, I'm like rogue girl. Like if it's not feeling right, I'm not. No, I'm not
1: doing it. I don't. I mean, I'm like
2: I've been in the business for forever. I'm almost sixty. Um, you know, close to retire. I am retired. And except for the podcast, it's just something I do for fun. And I, and I also think it's a service and that's where my life is. My life is in service. And so for me with the, you know, it's finding an interesting balance there, but I've gone off of social media anytime I feel like my internal self needs it. But thank goodness we have, um, you know, the intern Alex and she, you know, she can post when the proper way and she'll send like with Mandy coming on, she sent it to me and I just personalized it and, and sent my own personal Pictures and just said, "Do what you got to do because I'm not going to pay attention
3: <laughs> to it." <laughs> yeah, no. Our thank God for this intro. I mean, Alex has been an incredible, and she she found she found literally after the launch, the three episodes because you know we got three in the can before for the launch, and it was quite the feat. It was a lot of work, and I built the web website and and Patreon wow. site, and and I did. So yeah, I, that was all. So and it the was, technical
2: stuff you were figuring and, out, and like, also
3: we were editing, figuring on technical stuff. So. I mean, that first week of the launch at the end, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> like just, I was like, send me so Like I need an angel. And then she wrote and said, hey, I really want to be your intern. I mean, I'm available and I'm, you know, this, I have this experience. And I'm like, thank God, you, God. Thank <laughs> you, God. And she's been, she's been phenomenal. She's been so helpful. Um, so, I mean, it's, but it, the point was, you know, I wanted the ladies to have fun. And, yeah. you know, I knew what I was taking. I mean, I knew I was taking what I was taking on in terms of producing and, and, the, and I love so much of it. I really do. Um, so, and, and the finished product is so worth it. So.
0: Well, I'm going to commend you because I think you could be producing a lot of people's podcasts, by the way, with all the, how you've built the system. From then, I've prep. tried to
1: throw yeah, a few <laughs> people towards her. I'm like, go tell Leslie,
3: no, go saying. ask I Leslie. I've had five
1: people. I've had f- I mean, literally
3: five people text me in the last week going, um, so, Hey, can I bend your ear? Can I you know, talk to you? I want to start a podcast. And so, yeah, it, that, that is certainly growing. And Ned and I are totally open to that. Cause I feel like, you know, we are, I think we're, we are natural producers. I think we'd love to do that. Mm-hmm. So that's something that we might, in all our extra time might. I know. Like, yeah. When
2: are you going to do that? No, we need that? to hire,
3: yeah. So at some point, we'll have to
1: I'll hire need, you'll, you'll need Alex 2.0. I yeah. know.
0: I know we'll we will. A bigger team, it's amazing how I'm trying yeah. to grow my team. But when the pandemic hit, I was shutting everything down. I have a, yeah. a digital marketing company, do some publicity in it myself. Yeah. And like all of it, I was just like, okay, I'm so fearful when it happened. I'm like, what oh am I God. going to do? Yeah. And are my clients going to stay with me? what's going to happen. And luckily mm-hmm. I was chose, I chose the right clients, you know, I've, you know, they were in the right industries and they were mostly authors trying to promote themselves and their brand. Right. I try to find a specific niche client and it was smart because if I would have uh, oh, gone That's a so direction smart. that, Hey, they're in a certain industry or a business, I feel for so many people how much oh, the business is suffering. It is, it is, yeah. it is. No,
3: and that's the other thing. Like I'm, we're so immensely grateful right now to have this and in, in, and during a time when uh, so many people are, are having it so hard and are struggling. So we are immensely grateful to have uh, the success with this podcast and, and to have it keep growing and, you know, it's it it means so much. I mean, we don't take it. I I don't take it for granted. I'm so I'm so incredibly grateful.
0: Well, okay, so we're gonna go really quickly with just to summarize how what we should expect when we watch and listen to the podcast. Tell us that right now.
1: Apparently, a lot of laughter. We haven't determined <laughs> if they're laughing with us or at we're us. At Either us. <laughs> way, it's fine. We'll take it. It's totally <laughs> yeah. fine. Everybody needs some levity in this time of COVID. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it's it's actually it's brought a lot of love and light and remembrance and nostalgia, not only to our cast and crew, but to the people who watched it. So it's kind of cool to watch like we have a fan club basically getting together and they've become their own little group on Twitter and they do strange things like send me chainsaws in the (laughs) mail. But, you know, it's a community and they're from all over the world and, you know, they've bonded and it gives them something to be positive about.
0: Okay, yeah. so the show's available, you said, on YouTube, and where else is available?
3: Um, it's av- it, well, to listen to the podcast, it's available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and pretty much anywhere, you, you, anywhere podcasts are available. And, um, and then we have the video portion, uh, the video podcast ver- version on YouTube channel, on our YouTube channel, Pretty Little Wine Moms. And then, of course, a lot of this you can find on prettylittlewinemoms.com.
0: Wow! A lot okay, of the info. so all those yeah. different places. So, best place to connect with everybody. We already kind of said where we need to connect with you, Leslie. But what about Holly and Nia? Nia, we can connect you social where? Instagram. I'm on Twitter too, but it's just there. And it all feeds off my Instagram.
2: For me. Yeah,
3: Twitter, Instagram. What about
2: yeah. Holly?
1: Yeah, my Instagram is I believe it's D H M C. Last time I checked, and then I'm also on Twitter for sure. I don't really use the Facebook. Not really into the Facebook. No. <laughs> Yes. Not
0: on so Facebook. Good. Yeah. So, and Nia is retired. So we're not, new, no current projects coming up till people say they want them after seeing you on this podcast and you'll be getting offers. And that'll, that's how it usually happens. Right. No, yeah. I mean, yeah. nothing in,
2: nothing in that industry, but I've moved into, I mean, I've written a children's book called oh, The Little Apple Tree. so beautiful. Which is, it's such an amazing little book. And it's been, um, it's been implemented in schools in, uh, in New Mexico.
1: Oh, very
2: good. And it's mandatory reading at the high school level in Bogota, Colombia now, because it's all about just emotional health. And there's, it's, it's so simple, but so profound. So I've done that. And I absolutely love that. So we're building more cur- curriculum around that and getting into more of the schools. And I go and I visit the schools. And then I'm penning my next book called Confessions of a Serial Monogamist about the journey that I've taken. Yeah, I've been married four times and divorced. <laughs>
1: Oh my. So she knows a
2: thing or she two does. about she, a thing, thing or do. two. Yeah. Some, I do. She
3: has some stories to share. So, yeah.
2: so that's what I'm doing. And I'm speaking and I'm, I've moved more into the. It's not really personal development. It's just a spiritual world.
0: Okay. Yeah. What about, yeah. mean, uh, Holly, best place, ladies projects for you? What would you say? What's going on?
1: Um, I'm actually, I'm, I'm supposed to be writing a book. That book is slowly just becoming a TV show just because it's more in my wheelhouse. Um, and it's funny, actually, Sarah Shepard, who wrote the Three Little Liars books, offered to be my co-writer, which <laughs> I think would be amazing. Um, is, since, you great. know, I've, in five, maybe seven years, I haven't made it past uh, maybe a few pages here and there. Um, but uh, yeah, and I'm actually in the beginning processes of, Pitching a show to Netflix, but you know our industry is so funky right now. We don't know yeah. what's going to go back into production, um, or when, or how, or how we're going to shoot scenes. Yeah. You know how we're going to do you know love yeah. scenes or intimate scenes or fight scenes. Yeah. Yeah. You know they're intimate too, fight scenes. <laughs> so you know it's 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 hard. You know so you know doing stuff like this, doing the podcast, is just uh, you know, people have to have multiple streams of income now and have to diversify, which is not a bad thing. You know, it's just can be sometimes a scary thing.
0: Well, people need to talk to Tyler Perry because again, he had his, uh, he shot the Oval in nine days. I had a star from the Oval on my show last week and nine days in a bubble and it worked perfectly. So you got to yeah, get people. That's really what it takes. Yeah. Try to do something yeah. like that till everything is safe again. If there's a vaccine yeah. before yeah. New year, that'd be great. But still, you guys have to be careful. It's amazing to see other industries, the professional sports, getting back, playing again, and all that stuff and all that. I think that you guys will be more thinking about doing it once you see all these other activities going on and there's not lots of cases. Because I think that's the- Yeah. And
3: I think it takes like working in a bubble. I think it almost, it needs to be like a summer camp situation where you're, you're, you're just together for that time of shooting and try to consolidate mm-hmm. it and be together and then you know and then right to, which
1: is supposedly that's what they're trying to do with sports you know yeah, but yeah we'll see how that goes, the NFL, know, we'll they're how not, goes. So look
0: out with the nfl and even major league baseball survived so far so you never know the outdoor yeah. sports but you're right you guys can't shoot outdoors so that's the difference indoor right. definitely need to go in a bubble so till yeah figure all that out for sure yeah and any any other projects leslie you have everything going on with just 16 hours a day in the podcast i do i mean i'm i'm still auditioning i'm still putting
3: myself on tape for stuff and that's starting to go back so i mean we'll see i mean um but yeah i mean it's there's still there's some work getting back and a lot is being shot in in And so um so that's I'm still doing that and I figure I can always do everything remotely. I mean I can always go and do a gig exactly. and that's the great thing about the podcast world. I mean, really, you can take your work with you. So
0: exactly. I can't wait till we can go physical places uh and be able to do more. I'm in Pittsburgh, oh, Pennsylvania, but you know, it's still I, I'm not like some of these people taking chances um, Yeah, with the, yeah. the virus. I I'm, you know, I'm not obese, but I'm se- close to seven feet tall, 6'10", 300 pounds. So I wouldn't look at wow. What? Yeah, yeah. Former <laughs> professional wrestler. So I wrestled with The Rock before he was The Rock. when he. Yeah, how funny. West in Memphis, Tennessee, when I was in USWA with Jerry Lawler and stuff. So I've been in the entertainment industry, went back, became a teacher, and then got involved in entertainment again. So it's kind of oh, like, wow. keeps grabbing me. And pro wrestling, after yeah. 25 years, is grabbing me back, saying, You need to be back part of that. So it's um, amazing how doors open up where you never know. You just have to constantly be willing to say, Sure, I'll try it. And I think that's the biggest yeah, thing. Yeah. Learn. I, if you'd have told me before the pandemic, Oh, Neil, you're going to do most of your stuff on Zoom, I'd say, How? Right. I, know. I always would I know. not put. I would always not even have. Wow.
1: <laughs> and what I is, have, that? I would, How is that? How's that going to happen? Would not
0: even have a picture. And now yeah. I'm at this point where I'm feeling more and more comfortable doing this, and it's it's become second nature. But I still love radio. Radio is my favorite thing because again, the conversations of radio are a little different because I think there's less awkwardness, and that I don't know mm-hmm. if you attest to that. Whenever you do interviews and you're on the phone or. You know, Wherever, but it is with it is. All right, so I guess last question. Yeah. Why should Pretty Little Liars fans watch the show? I want more than, oh, it's funny. So let's go to everyone. Start with Leslie.
3: Oh, I think it's just, I, I think that when we break down the episode, it. it I think it's basically, I just, re, the fans probably watched these with friends and had the same thoughts about the scenes and discussed it. It's sort of, Hearing those discussions, but having our perspective, our unique points of view about those moments, and then our offshoot conversations that have nothing to do with Pretty Little Liars that are just fun and fascinating, and um, and then our interviews, which are really you know um, uh, deep and, and fun and 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 then the superfan quiz show which has you know test their knowledge of the episode which is really a lot of fun too so it's just it's a great it's great entertainment that's what nia why
2: i think it's way more than entertainment it's incredibly entertaining mm-hmm. and i don't think yeah. it's just for pll fans i know we no, have some people that never saw the show that are on
0: i want to watch it now and you say it's on hbo
2: Max. HBO max. max yeah, yeah. Okay. so,
0: so i mean hbo that's the biggest problem i mean now i'm not anti hbo i just never have gotten hbo and that's the thing like all these shows i don't watch forever till finally they well, go somewhere else but now they have a 7 to... day free trial if yeah, yeah you or can have a go seven to our day link
3: free... <laughs> go to our link and have a 7 day free trial of hbo <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> okay i would. do that. Yeah.
2: But I think people people should should show up because it's it's it is fun. It's interesting, it's intelligent because you're getting information about how things work, but you're going deep with the yeah. people that they're actually opening up their lives to you. We have conversations about marriage or divorce, clearly. I could talk about that all day. <laughs> but about birthing babies, about dating, about deep losing dive, your virginity. Deep dive. It just it goes into life. And and it's done in such an authentic way that it makes people understand. Hey, we're you know they they screw up and they can pull through all that. I can do it too. Yeah. And it really it really helps you understand you're human and you're superhuman. Like you're magnificent. You and so people really enjoy music, it. By the way.
0: And, uh, uh, okay. So go ahead, Holly, with your your uh, pitch why fans should watch the show
1: and anyone should watch should watch. Priya Liars, or you're should pod, listen, to or
0: listen to the podcast? Um, well,
1: the, just checking. <laughs> the podcast is, um, well, it's, it's like a bonding experience. You know, I, 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 we've discovered that, you know, a lot of people, you know, because this has been such an isolating time for so many people, and even people who have to go into work, um, it's really stressful. And so we've, I've discovered that, you know, my Twitter, you know, people will say, I'm going to listen to it, you know, on the bus ride home. Tonight, you know, so it's become sort of a companion for a lot of people. Yeah. And, you know, with our Patreon site, we do a once a month Zoom, like Q&A for all yeah. the people <laughs> that are VIPs and um, have signed up. So that's fun, too. And it, I think it's it's making people from what I've seen feel a little less alone, yeah. um, a little less stressed. And um, it just feels like more of a normal society in, you know, this terrible threat that we're living within.
0: Mm -hmm. well fabulous you guys were fantastic thanks again for stopping by and now i'm more and more wanting to watch the show and but i also (laughs) want to watch a lot of your work again and uh check you guys out and then i feel like i know you more and i'm all i'm going to be rooting for your success uh, Aww, and, thank you um, thank you, Neil. Thank, you. Years, thank you and, it's a good uh, binge
1: watch
0: yeah well well it's a good binge watch just to listen to you guys as yeah. well so and <laughs> thank and you so uh i appreciate it and thanks for the time and thanks for stopping by the new la show uh, absolutely thanks, Neil. thank thanks you thanks so much yeah, be care, guys. well <laughs> right, Stay bye. bye bye, bye. We're back to the Neil Haley Show in the Total Celebrity segment. And I'm excited to welcome to the program Hamza Hawk and Aisha Issa of NBC's Transplant. Guys, thanks for calling. How are you?
5: Thanks so much for
0: having Good. me. How are it's you? Well. Oh, all right. So Hamza, let's kind of just jump right into uh specifically enough. This once you saw this storyline, you had to be blown away. For, for it, especially and congratulations, both of you on the success in Canada for the show already. But uh, you, when you first were approached, you must have said, this is really cool.
5: Yeah, it was amazing. I mean, I, I, I was very lucky. I was brought on early when the show was in development stages just to be a, a character consultant, um, to inject my own experiences of what it's like being a brown Muslim man in North America and uh, I was part of a think tank of people uh, who who informed Bash's experiences and stuff like that. So um, from a very from a very early on, I was just very excited to see the show, uh, and eventually I got the part. So uh, I've I've been excited about the show for a very long time.
0: And what about you? Uh, you you had to be excited as well, Aisha, right?
4: Oh yeah, very excited. And you know, it it was progressive. Like at first, I was just happy to work, and then. <laughs> and then you know, to really kind of uh, discover layer after layer how amazing this project was, and and how dedicated the team was, and how big the project, how big the set was, how great the actors were, how you know, it just it, it was just like one thing after the other, and it just keeps going. So. Um,
5: so I'm still very excited about, about the whole thing.
0: And then so, definitely. Yeah. And and Hamza, I like the fact of the uh, storyline. It's, it's taking a different approach, especially to where backgrounds come when you get to become part of the medical field. You know, they come from all different backgrounds and this storyline. Very, very interesting. So kind of t- give us the premise of the show. Well, um, you know, uh,
5: Dr. Bashir Hamad, he's a he's a trauma surgeon back in Syria, and uh, uh, obviously they've been going through a, an exceptionally tough time as a country and all the people over there for the last decade, uh, where majority of a great majority of people have had to flee, and uh, and uh, so he's bringing in all that experience and uh, injecting it into the Canadian medical system where. A lot of people have not seen the kind of things that he's seen but uh he's also has has to face the challenges of of um working a little bit slower uh and facing a lot of protocol that uh that he didn't have to back home so uh, you know there's it's a nice little balancing act that he has to do throughout the entire season
0: <laughs> and i should tell us about your character
5: um, so Dr.
4: June Curtis is a uh, surgery resident and um, she is that type A personality, very focused. She thinks she knows where she's going, she thinks she knows how she's going to get there and uh, life just throws a couple wrenches in there for her to uh, give her an opportunity to grow um, and she takes them, she takes the opportunities and it kind of sets her on this whole other path about, uh, this whole other kind of path of discovery um, about life and what's important and and reevaluating her value systems, et cetera.
0: And Hamza, your character has to go through a transition phase, you know, coming to the, coming to this hospital because of the fact that you trained in a different background than many of the other doctors Mm -hmm. that are on site. And that's really brings that interesting relationships and how they gel throughout the show. Mm
5: -hmm. Well, Bash probably has more, uh, emergency experience than, uh, a lot of the uh, a lot of the people there but as a result of um, you know uh, uh, the credits not transferring over or uh, it not being his training not being as seen as valid he has to restart his residency which uh, which can be quite frustrating for him but I think uh, at any level he's grateful for the opportunity to contribute
0: and especially and looking at the show and the, the success and I'm excited for you guys for sure and everyone needs to tune in September 1st 10 p.m. Eastern on NBC, the uh, premiere of Transplant. And, I, I, guys, thanks again for coming by and uh, continued success. And I, I'm sure we're going to be hearing more and more about the show in the States like you've had success in Canada. So thanks again for calling.
5: Uh, thank you very thank much. Thank you.
0: Take care, guys. All right. Bye-bye. You're listening to Neil Haley's okay. show, and we'll be back in just a moment.